Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Welcome back to James G and Big Newt. I'm Jamie D'Amico, and he is Big Chris Newton. We come at you every Wednesday to talk all things Buffalo Bills, and oh my gosh, we have things to talk about today. So, Big Newt, you told me earlier that you absolutely couldn't wait to start the podcasting today. Tell me why, buddy. Well, it, when I texted you that this morning, it was different than what we're actually going to talk about, so... In business, you're taught the decision you make tomorrow is a decision you should have made yesterday. All right? And usually I go by that adage, um, not this time. I'm just happy we did something. If you haven't heard by now, Ken Dorsey has been relieved of his duties as of today. We're recording on Tuesday. And uh, I'm not saying that yesterday was – I mean, I just wanted to talk about the game yesterday and go in on that. But now that we have something done, we got more to talk about. Yesterday wasn't all – well, Monday night wasn't all his fault. I give you that. All right, for argument's sake, let's, let's just agree on that. But something needs to be done, and I'm glad that McDermott and Bean decided to do something. So we can talk about it. And let's talk about that briefly. The Buffalo Bills really lost a game that they should have never lost. It was probably the worst defeat that they have had this year and maybe in the McBean tenure. And it was really seeming like the last straw for a lot of reasons and change needed to come. Now, like you said, was it entirely Dorsey's fault? No, it it wasn't. Dorsey wasn't dropping passes. Dorsey wasn't throwing bad interceptions. Dorsey wasn't fumbling the ball. However, when you get to the point that the Bills are right now, They are 10 games into the season, look listless on offense. Josh Allen seems like a shell of his former self. Something has to change, and this happens to be the easiest thing at the head coach's disposal because head coach can't fire himself, can he? No, and I want to push back on what you just said because we talked about this on Twitter last night with some of our listeners. And once again, thank you for everybody listening and uh, chiming in on Twitter with us. When you say it's not his fault, we had, what, four drop passes last night? Yep. Out of out of 10 incompletions, I believe. You're right. Is he the one dropping passes? No. Is it his fault that the defense – and nobody talks about this. The play that Cook fumbled the first play of the offensively of the game – that was a great defensive play. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't understand why you take him out for almost the first half to punish him. You didn't take out uh, our receivers for dropping passes. You right. don't take out our linemen getting holding calls. You don't take out Josh Allen for having multiple fumbles and multiple uh, picks. So why do you do that to the running back position? I don't understand that. But get, maybe that's just his philosophy. That's just his philosophy. But I will push back when you say that. It is coaching when you have those mistakes. You know why? Because it's during the week. It's about preparation. And that's what I said when you put that on there. I'm like, well, it is the coach's fault because we have to have attention to details. And that's something that I believe that we have not had um, for the majority of this year, especially like the last five weeks since the, you know, the, uh, 
the good start we done had. The attention to detail, I don't think, has really been there. That's why I think we've been off the slow starts every week for the last six weeks, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Well, uh, d- tell me more. Uh, t- tell me more. Define attention to detail and how it affects a football team. Secure the ball. Watch the ball come to your hands. All right. Maybe we need to do more receiving drills, different receiving drills where you're getting contact and you have to hold on to the ball. All those are coaching things. And once again, I'm not saying that uh, Dorsey should have got fired yesterday, perhaps. Maybe. Well, I did say that last night with 12 men on the field, that's inexcusable. Somebody needs to lose their job for that. Whether it's a special teams coach, a, a position coach, an assistant uh, to the assistant, somebody needs that. You can't do that. I coached many. I coached Jalen many years at Pop Warner, and we've never had that. And I get paid nothing. I'm just a dad sitting on the couch watching football, eating pizza rolls, and I never did that. So I cannot fathom getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars Monday night football, the highest of the high, and you get 12 men on the field. And I'm not just beating up on Buffalo with this. I said this on Twitter with Notre Dame also when we lost to Ohio State a couple of weeks ago. Ten men on the field in the most crucial part of the game. I know you don't watch college football, but some of us do. Mm-hmm. So, And so ten people on the field, Ohio State scores. That is, someone needs to lose their job for that. that. You can't have that. So I'm not above saying that somebody should get fired. I'm not above that. But I am saying as a fan – I mean, I understand we want continuity. I get that. I think that's important, too. But something needs to be changed. And I said that a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, something needs to be changed. This is – and statistically, everybody's going to say, well, statistically, you can manipulate numbers. What is the eye test is the most important thing. And like I said then, I'm saying now, he has regressed. And inevitably what happened was his buddy lost his job because he has digressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said it a couple weeks ago, and I said it now. So once again, like I said, the proverbial thing in business is the decision you made make tomorrow should have been done yesterday, because it's probably not going to get better. So at least, because and, and my boy Law School hit me up on Twitter, who used to watch the games with us and stuff. He out in San Diego, and he was like, "Man, it's a chore watching the Bills. Mm-hmm. It's a chore." Jalen Dahard Bills fan, he's like, "Man, I'm going to sleep." He went to sleep. He was like, I, I can't even watch this. So he didn't even care whether we won or lost. And that's what I be saying. Like, that's why I'm not happy we lost. Obviously, I want to win every game. But the bright side of it is now you're going to listen to things we say. <laughs> because when we win, oh, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. You don't remember we won. Just be happy. No, you're happy because we're won. I'm watching the film because I'm thinking about what's going to happen next week. Now we're going to get into the teeth of our uh, schedule. Can you honestly say, well, now that we got a different offense, I'm hopeful. Hopefully, you know, I have hope now that things change. But what he was, man, Ken Dorsey, and everybody said it. We said it, and everybody's saying it. He's predictable. We run the same four plays all the time. Mm-hmm. And then fourth and one, bro, and I know I'm going on tangent. I'm sorry to take the mic from you. I'm going to let you talk. But fourth and one, dude, and we call a pass play. And you know, you know how I'm against that. Mm-hmm. Pass play incomplete. He sells the ball over uh Shakira's head. I was like, man, I'm I'm done. I don't even really care what happens. If we pull it out, fine. But if not, because I know when we play Dallas, when we play the Eagles, when we play Kansas City, when we play Miami again, that crap ain't gonna work. Right. And 
Dan Orlovsky was really on fire today. Did you see any of Dan Orlovsky's posts? I sure did. Okay. So to the listeners, Dan Orlovsky began by saying on that fourth down play that the Bills did not convert was what the hell is this call? Like, why would you call this play against the zone defense? Like, if you're in the play, you get out of the play. It's it just, it, it was not something that is designed to beat that kind of defense. He also went on to say, if the Bills are set up in a two-by-two two look, which is two receivers to the left, two to the right, he knows exactly what play they're running based on the formation. That's how predictable the Buffalo Bills are. And he keeps saying that their system is broken because you know, based on based on how they line up. Do you remember last year against Minnesota when the game ended and I believe it was Marcus Peters had an interception mm-hmm. and said, we could tell by the formation, we knew exactly what route Gabe Davis was going to run. Uh, when he lines up there, he's an in-breaking receiver. And as soon as they saw it, they said, "It's this is one of two plays, and they jumped the route for the INT. Mm-hmm. Finish the game. You can't have that. <laughs> you I have agree. got to have wrinkles. You have got to have motion that makes sense, that is designed to move the defender's feet. You have to have multiple looks. You have to have multiple plays. And why they don't call it, I just don't know. But the Bills have gotten very complacent in their play calling and their play design. And in particular, their run game watched a great video uh, over the week that basically said they have possibly the worst designed run game in the NFL. It was just so basic, so easy to defend that the lack of running game has nothing to do with the offensive line or the running backs. It's that for years now, the Bills have had a running attack that is designed on such an elementary level that it doesn't take much for the defenders to thwart it. And that is why you need to find a different offensive coordinator. Now, here's the thing. Both people have said regarding the Bills run game, this predates Ken Dorsey. So what's going on there? I have no idea. I've been saying we need a new run coordinator. It's it's bananas how we are so bad at running the football. I can't understand it. I've always said we need to find the best work run coordinator we can find because it has no. I don't think it has anything to do with the personnel. Like no. I said, we've talked at nauseum about look at Moss. He's going. He's doing well. Singletary had a great game, and they're mm-hmm. winning Houston. So now you drive Cook and and Cook ran well, and Murray played well too. Yes, he I did. feel like we should have stuck with the run more, and I think that's where. Uh, McDermott and maybe Dorsey bumped heads. Um, I think he wants to, if anything, run the football and give his defense a rest, if anything. And maybe uh, and maybe Dorsey didn't see it that way. I, I don't know, but you're right. I have no idea why we're so abysmal in running the football. I mean, I, I don't get it. But everybody will point to the O-line. All right, we need a better running back. Oh, go get old boy. Uh, Go get your boy from Tennessee and all this stuff. No, man, it's concepts. So mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. And like I said, when you're talking about going back to what I said earlier real quick about coaching during the week, it, it, 
he had somebody had to fall on the sword for the losses. I didn't think it would be Ken Dorsey, but so be it. And people think it's not fair. Once again, going back to the college game this week, Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh, right? John Harbaugh from Baltimore Ravens, his brother, coach head coach in Michigan. They got a scandal going on about stealing signs. Did mm-hmm. he know anything about it? Maybe not, but it happened under his watch. Mm-hmm. So therefore, he got suspended three games, right? And so somebody, it might, once again, when you say, oh, he ain't dropping the passes, he ain't fumbling. Yeah, but it's happening under his watch. He's That's the one coaching them Monday through Friday. So he had to fall on the sewer. And me personally, and I think Ken Dorsey, he could still go on and have a great coaching career. Like sure. you told me a couple of weeks ago, like you told me, he was wanting for people looking for him for head coaching job. I'm not saying this is indicative of him and his career. He could go on and do good things. I just don't think right now um, in our uh, quarterback room or in our office in one bill drive, he was the right fit. I think we could get somebody better, hopefully. It seemed as though the the way Josh Allen has this deer in the headlights look, the way the team is playing stiff, that there needed to be a change of some sort. And maybe that change is Sean McDermott himself. Maybe, oh boy. maybe having Leslie Frazier and Brian Dable very different, very different personalities than McDermott was an important thing to have around because without those guys, you see a team that does play a lot more stiff. Now, I personally am not ready to say that it's time for McDermott's job. And here's why. If you look at some of the great coaches around Belichick excluded from this conversation, and I use the Ravens and John Harbaugh as an example, they occasionally have off years, but they don't fire Harbaugh the first time they drop a bunch of games in one season. So. For as many years as Harbaugh has been on the job, and I think it's like 16 years, he's won fewer than 10 games six different times, including a 5-11 and 11 clunker uh, yes. a number of years ago. And I think that when you've had the success that McDermott and Bean have had together, I think sometimes you point to the fact that things go wrong in a season, whether it's you've got the wrong coach in place, as maybe they did with Dorsey, or you have injuries, or there's something else going on that we don't know of in the public. I think when you have six consecutive years of winning football, as the Bills have had, your coach gets a mulligan the first time it happens. I agree. Unless there's something so destructive going on behind closed doors that you have to get rid of them. But you you agree with that? Yes, I agree. Is it, people uh, – Spence is one of them. I was on his show earlier during lunch. Um, and we were talking during the instant analysis of, uh, on the Dorsey firing. And I believe he said that, that, yeah, after this year, we don't make the playoffs. Because I, I think he tweeted. I think he said, if we don't make the playoffs, then McDermott should have the same headline. And so I didn't get a chance to follow up because, once again, it was about it was Sarah, uh, all of us on there. It was like six of us, so I didn't ask him to explain. I believe he said that. And I'm like, whoa, I'm not saying that now. Hmm. I'm not saying that you got to burn down the building, but I'm glad we can make a change. McDermott to me, McDermott to me is coaching defense so well. And I know you don't agree. I think I said this and you said something else. Oh no, that was law school. I said, I'm sorry. But um, 
talking about McDermott. He's coaching defense so well right now. And I know we didn't give up some game-winning drives, but if our offense plays better, then we don't have so many game-winning drives. Mm-hmm. But to have though, my thing with him is he has so many injuries on that side of the ball, and we're playing well enough that this is almost like magic. I, when I watched the offense play, I said this, and, and understand what I'm saying. Right now, I would rather Josh Allen had been hurt. What and do you I don't, mean? And I'm about to tell you, I don't want to wish injury on anybody. But the way we're playing, you would think that he, we lost Josh Allen. And that's how I felt last night. Mm. I would rather him be hurt. At least at that point, I can understand. Like, okay, our offense ain't moving. Oh, yeah, we, we're, we're playing with our backup quarterback. No, we have no injuries on offense. And we can't score. And the defense is playing lights out and half the defense is gone. Mm-hmm. That's why we can't, I can't make sense of it. It don't make any sense for us to be five and five and our defense is playing like this and our offense is playing. As good as our defense is playing, our offense is playing that bad. I don't understand it. I would rather – I would understand if Josh Allen would be hurt. I could make – at least it'll make sense. We'll be – because when you play with a backup quarterback, you expect 500 ball. That's what we are. We're playing 500 ball, right? We're one and two against the good teams, and we're four and three against the scrubs. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. And you out there, which was, we were supposed to, these first 10 games, we were supposed to get fat off the easy schedule. Now the last seven games, they're hard. If you look at it, what, where do you see a win at? Where do you, where, you tell me. Tweet at me, whatever. Tell me where you see a win realistically, unless, unless we have dramatic changes. Mm-hmm. Because it's just defense. I mean, well, they beat us the first time, right? Eagles, come on now. At Kansas City, Dallas. San Diego, or the uh, Chargers, Patriots, perhaps, and then at Dolphins. Where the way the Bills it? are playing right now, I, uh, <laughs> you're we'll looking at one win, right? Now, obviously, I do. I would bet. I would bet my house we're going to win more than one. Sure, I bet that. But we damn sure ain't going to win most of them. <laughs> and that's what we. And at this point, this is what we have to do. To make it to the playoffs. And I know I know Bills Mafia don't want to hear this because you didn't want to hear it over the summer. It was people saying the Bills might not make oh man, they're crazy, y'all. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't yell that. I, I and I'm not gonna say I told you so. I'm not saying that, but I wasn't mad at the people who said I wasn't mad at the people who said we weren't gonna win the division. Hmm. Look at Miami and what they're doing. Look at the Jets, and we don't even know what the Jets would have been if if uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt. But it don't matter. They beat us with their backup quarterback. Their mm-hmm. defense is lights out. We lost to a bad Patriots team. Good Super Bowl contenders, good teams don't continuously lose to bad teams. We're 500 against bad teams. So if we just hold serve of what we've been doing, we'll probably get two more wins. Because everybody mm-hmm. we play are pretty good down the stretch, except for the Patriots. So hopefully we win that game and maybe the Chargers, and maybe we'll catch somebody else slipping. They'll, you know, they'll underestimate us and we'll sneak another one. So that'll be eight wins, you know. But mm-hmm. I mean, the playoffs, I think going into yesterday, our playoff percentage uh percentage was like 56%. Now it's like in the 30s. 
and perhaps even lower than that because the Bills have lost so many AFC games. And, yep. and that's that's the killer of all killers right there. They're really behind the eight ball when it comes to wins within the conference. Yeah. So it looks like, what, they've won three games in the conference? Is it three? Hold on. Let's take a look. I was just on it. And you know, while you're looking that up, uh, you're putting yourself behind the eight ball when it when it comes to when it comes to conference games. You you can't keep losing them. And it is what two games that the Bills have won in the conference? Well, in our in our conference, two, the Raiders and Dolphins. Raiders and Dolphins. Yes. And they've lost all other games, including every conference game they've played so far. No, yes. I take that back. All but one conference game they've played. Oof. We lost to the Jets, Jaguars, Patriots, Bengals, and Broncos. Mm-hmm. Those are all conference games. Right. And we won Bucks, Giants, Commanders, which don't count, and we beat the Dolphins and we beat the Raiders. Mm-hmm. So in our conference, we're two and five. It's not how that's how not how you make the playoffs, and no. you know it was probably premature to let Dorsey go a week earlier. But you were saying what you do tomorrow is something you should have done yesterday, and I, I like that saying. Yes, should he have been let go sooner? Hindsight is twenty twenty. Right. Yes. I said it a couple weeks ago, and everybody tore me down. I'm like, Josh Allen's regressing. And it's and it's essentially his fault. Did you hear the post? Once again, I know you don't listen to post games and stuff. So um I listened I to the post game. I listened to the post game, man. That dude was dejected. Mitch Morris yep. had to go up there and uh and go to the podium and support him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I I wish. We what I could because everybody said it was a choice to watch the game. I would pay to be behind the scenes. Like they should do like a hard knocks for every program, and I mm. know that'll never happen because you don't want things getting out. But I would really want to know these discussions. I would want to know their relationship, so I have a complete picture. I would pay for that. I'd rather instead of watching the game last night, I would rather watch the stuff that went into Ken Dorsey getting fired. I know that's weird, but it wasn't fun. Even if we would have won yesterday, I, that wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. And that's why I am with Now, all of us are different as fans, man. I get it. I, I'm not at that place at this point. Like, I, I'm not going to cheer for beating Denver. I'm not, like, you know, that's just where I am. If you want to cheer, you happy because we beat Denver, then fine. But it, I'm at a place now where when we play the scrubs, there's really no win. Like, you can only lose. If we lose the scrubs, then I'm, I'm like, mad and devastated or disappointed or whatever. But when we beat the scrubs, everybody looking at it like, man, you were supposed to beat them. Mm-hmm. That's the cost of being good. <laughs> and that's a good place to be. That's a good place to be, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like back when you were eligible, man, when you had all the pretty girls, bro, not to tell your business, that's just a Tuesday for you. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? But everybody else looking at you like, dang, Jamie got all the girls. 
<laughs> I don't mean to put your biz out there. You know I love my analogies, but you understand what I'm saying. Yes, sir. You know, you weren't happy about that. You like, man, this is a Tuesday for me, bro. Everybody looking like, dang, man, she's hot. Jeez. <laughs> so you understand what I'm saying? That's just where I am with it. Like if we would have won last night, huh, okay. We we six and four. Hey, on the, to the only way the Bills could have won in the minds of most Bills fans last night is to resoundly yes. beat the Broncos and look yes. like they're on the right track. I agree. Because even that, the that, wins that they've had recently, mean. they have not looked like they're on the right track. They I have agree. struggled. They have gotten through the games that they didn't necessarily deserve. Like that game against the Giants, they didn't didn't deserve to win that one. Right. Yep. And didn't deserve to win the game against the Broncos. The fact that the Broncos got two chances at winning that game and then won it was actually poetic justice because they outplayed the Bills in every regard with the exception of the score. Yeah. But that's what also gives Bills fans hope is that the Bills can play that poorly but have so much talent that they were basically about to win the game. But are we that are we the team that almost hung 40 on the commanders, hung 50 on Miami? Are we that team or are we the team that were within one play against the Giants and one Hail Mary play against Godwin just looking up against the Bucks? If Godwin looks up, he catches that ball, we lose against the Bucks. If we don't get that penalty, well, a penalty at the end of the Giants game. So now that's instead of five and five, we're three and seven. Mm-hmm. Which one are we? Which one are we? Well, we- I, I, I think that's a, a tough one. And, of course, you are what your record is. Uh, but the reality of it is, I think this team is closer to three and seven because yes. when they have lost games. They have been resoundingly beat. Even that game against Cincinnati, the Bills weren't too far off. And I came away from that with a <laughs> with the feeling that the Bills, hey, they're not too far away. But after this game, no, they they in fact are. And if right. you look at the playoff picture. The Bills are still five and five and five. This is a five hundred team. This is a record that, for many years, Bills fans would have been clamoring for. They're right now the ten seed in the AFC. The top seven get in, and they're only a half game out of the last of the last seed, according to record. Now tiebreakers are are a different story, but. Don't look now. They're actually ranked below the Texans. Browns, okay, wait, let me let me start over. They are ranked below the Steelers, Browns, Texans, Bengals, and Colts for playoff position when it comes to wild card. Who thinks that the Steelers are better than the Bills? Well, guess what? Right now they are. Yeah. Game and a half better. Yes. The Steelers has always been a model consistency for me. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, they're they are always consistent. Not too high, not too low. They just keep, you know, pushing forward. We we beat one good team, bro. Mm-hmm. We got five wins. We beat one good team, and that's the Dolphins. 
and absolutely right. plastered them, mind you. The Raiders, Commanders, Dolphins, Bucks, and Giants. Those are our five wins. We got one good win. And now, the last seven games, we play five teams like that. <laughs> so, hey, we got opportunity. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I mean, we hold our, you know, Desi's in our hands. But from what I've seen the first 10 games, I can't imagine us, you know, because we still, the defense, to me, has played well or average the first 10 games. They're going to have a stinker that we say this every year. We've been on this pod three years. You're going to have a stinker. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen when that happens? Is Josh Allen going to throw for 400 yards, four touchdowns? Like the young boy in Houston? Look how quick Houston has turned it around. Mm-hmm. Look how quick. That's how easy it is. If you got the right guys, you got the right formula, it's not hard to turn things around. Look at Houston. Look at Jacksonville. Look at Miami. You just got to right make the right decisions. And you got to have the right people in place to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. Look at it. It ain't hard. It happens all the time. I just named you many examples. DeMarco Ryans is doing an excellent job at Houston. He should get coach of the year. D'Amico, dude. Pronounced like my last name. D'Amico. What did I say? DeMarco? I'm yeah. sorry. And you know yeah, what? D'Amico when you get my last name wrong, that's what they call me. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I know you're taking fist to that. No, none at all. <laughs> yeah. Just he's he's going to be coach of the year. CJ Stroud, Rick, offensive rookie of the year, and some say he might get votes. If he keep playing like this, he might get votes for MVP as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Balling. You know, we just got to get it together. But once again, I'm I'm excited about this short week. Um, and let's see what Brady does, man. Um, yeah, where, where do you go from here? Yeah, if, hopefully. If Brady, what, what, do you, what are you telling the team to do differently? I don't know, and it's funny, I don't know how much, th- how many things we could actually change in a short week. Um, yeah, you can't really implement <laughs> a new system. Right, you can't implement a new system, you can't have new verbiage. I'm just hoping that I, um, it's the things that we always talk about. Why don't we play fast? Why don't we do more play action? Those things work. Hopefully we see more of those. Hopefully we run the ball a little bit more. We ran mm-hmm. the ball well last night when we did. Um, mm-hmm. So I just want to see those things. You know, the things that you and I always talk about, hopefully he's smart enough, wise enough to listen to us and do those things. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I, I'm with you. I, I want to see more energy out of the team. I I, I want to see them I, I want to see them going out there looking like they want to be on the field. And it seems like they're not having fun. Tim Graham had a, a great article in The Athletic about that. said, this team does not look like they're enjoying themselves. This is not the Brian Dable teams that does the FU plays where they're running up the score or the trick plays or anything like that that you know the, the players sort of enjoy doing and snicker about a, after the play is over. Uh, they're stiff. They look like they're afraid to make a mistake. And I want to see a team that just looks like they're having fun and they're going to do that through pace and they're going to do that through different types of play calling and generally having some success because Josh Allen to me looks like somebody who's afraid to do something wrong. And I don't say that because of how he plays on the field. It's how he reacts afterwards. 
It's when he comes over to the sideline, he looks devastated in ways that he didn't in the past. In the past, it was, okay, we're going to get him next time. This time, it's almost like, oh, God, what's going to happen to me now? And, you know, he's not going anywhere. We we know that. He shouldn't go anywhere. He's one of the top talents in the NFL. But he also shouldn't be concerned when he's on the sideline of what sort of earful he's going to get. Sometimes your QB needs to be yelled at. Other times, you got to tell him to shake it off. And the coaching staff needs to be smart enough to know when that is. So, you know, if I'm Brady, I'm looking to try to get some more interesting motion, some more diverse play calling in there. And my God, like I said, just try to let them loosen up a little bit because playing stiff never helps. Well, he probably plays stiff because he's hungry. You hear about that? I was listening to Overtime Show, and Nate Geary said it. He heard on a podcast, Josh Allen said he don't eat on game days. That's because he vomits. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know anything about that. I was like, well, hell, that's probably half the problem right there. Yeah. I could not imagine. I know you, oh, well, you, you weigh 400 pounds. You don't miss a meal. Har, 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 har. No. I'm talking about in my playing days when I was a lean, mean 280, I couldn't imagine not eating on game days. That is right. crazy to me. That is absolutely crazy. So I, I really, that's why once again, I love listening to all the shows because you find out little nuggets like that. I stayed up to about two o'clock last night and I, and I listened to all the callers and stuff. I enjoyed that. That's, I mean, those are the things that we enjoyed during the drought years. I mean, when the games, it was the fans reacting mm-hmm. to it, but I did not know that. So that kind of, I ain't going to say upset me, but raised my, you know, ears a little bit. And also, did you see Deion Dawkins when he came to the game last night? With his shirt off, yeah. Are you freaking kidding me, bro? I don't (laughs) want to see that, bro. And I'm a guy that I ain't going to never take off my shirt. When I'm at the pool, I wear two T-shirts. But, dude, (laughs) come on. If you walk to the stadium and you ain't got a shirt on, you better win. And we lost. So I just don't like those things, man. Eat. Get protein in, you be ready to go. And for God's sake, please put a shirt on for your lineman. <laughs> Why'd that bother you? Cause I don't I don't like all that stuff, man. If you if you do those things, like my all right, like you don't want to talk about Taylor Swift, and I'm gonna shake Kansas City hand, people might not like it. You could do those things, man. Date Taylor Swift, you know, all that stuff when you're winning. When you're losing, man, put a shirt on, eat your dinner, and let's go out and get a win. Now, if we were now if we was nine and one and all that stuff. Then hey, don't wear a shirt, vomit before game, do all that. If you're losing, then do everything by the book, man. I don't want to see none of that stuff oh. because now it makes it look like that you're not serious. When you come to the game with no shirt on, it makes it look like you're not serious. Oh. So it makes it, when you lose, it makes it feel doubly worse, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask why that specifically that bothers you, but it looks like you're not taking it seriously, huh? Yeah. Got it. In my opinion, but that's just how I look at it, man. Some people are like, yeah, I think that's cool. I love, some people love Buffalo no matter what. I get it. Oh, sure. I understand. Hey, but I'm just thinking how I look at it. You know? Okay. Because because I always listen to the, you know, national media and the things they say, and then people going to call me, laughing and talking about it and I don't want to hear that stuff. And we lost. So now mm-hmm. it just, you know, makes it twice as worse. That's all. Well, I I hear that. I I hear that. <laughs> so 
Can you salvage the season at this point? I'm not sure you can make the playoffs in the position where they're sitting. They, they will need a lot of help in order for that to happen. Well, you would need a lot of help, like, within. If we So, wait a minute. If we run the table, we have seven games left. Mm-hmm. If we run the table and go 12-5, and five, you don't think that would be good enough to make the playoffs? I think it would be. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you could make it if you run the table. But yeah. chances of that happening are low. Well, yeah, of course. But I'm just saying, we. that's why I said 10 minutes ago, we have our fate in our hands. Mm-hmm. Now, the odds of that happening, I don't know. But I, I tell you this, I like the possibility of Brady doing it more than I like Dorsey. And then that, that's one thing I can say about the people who want McDermott. Their argument is maybe he brought us as far as he could bring it. And that's that's fair. But now, once again, my personality is who you going to bring in. Now, if you tell me you're going to bring in Andy Reid, fire McDermott tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you like, ah, we're going to fire McDermott, and then we're going to have, yeah, no, I don't like that idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because some, pe- some coaches take you as far as they can, man. And we won, we won 13 games. He, he brought us out the drought, right? Mm-hmm. But this might be his ceiling. It might not be a Super Bowl with him as a ceiling for him. And that's okay. We've seen Mark Rick at Georgia had all had multiple 10 win seasons. They got tired of that in Athens. They fired him and they hired Kirby Smart, who was one of my classmates at Florida State. They hired Kirby Smart. Now they're a dynasty, mm-hmm. right? But then it goes the other way too. Nebraska was getting 10 win seasons and they fired Frank Solich. I think that was Frank Solich. At the 10-win season, they ain't smelled 10 wins since. Mm-hmm. You know? So it could go either way. With me, no. I'd rather, McDermott is too good of a defensive coach. I'd rather, at least I know what I'm getting there. I just need you to figure out how to find somebody to get this offense going. So I'm hopeful he could do that. I, I hope the guy. Because now, Frazier's gone. Uh, Dable took a head coaching job. Now it's, uh, now it's Dorsey. The next one on the top of by will be you, but I'm not. I'm not ready to say that for him yet. I would give him this year, and I'll probably give him next year. But mm-hmm. you got to find an offensive coordinator that could uh, get through Josh Allen and get the because everybody's comparing. Everybody they knew he's like Brett Favre, and they was talking about that on Wake Up this morning. Get up this morning. He's the modern day Brett Favre, right? Okay. And I'm just like, okay, well, that's what you think, you know. I think he's more Cam Newton, but he's Brett Favre, okay. But because Brett Favre had, you know, he had the turnovers and all that stuff too, just like Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. We got to get those out of the system. And we did when we had Dable. That's why I was like, man, this dude, I wish we would have kept him. But obviously when you do good, you're going to get opportunities. And you know? that's just it. When it comes to offensive coordinators, especially an offensive coordinator who is doing a great job, inevitably they end up with head coaching positions. Right. So how do you end up with a great offensive coordinator that sticks around? It's hard. Typically, they got to be the head coach. Yeah. So that raises the question, well, do you you fire McDermott in favor of – an offensive head coach. And I just don't think you do. I just think it's premature to let go of. I I think it's premature to let go of McDermott, but I'm not saying he can't coach himself out of a job before the end of the season. 
Only way I can see him is if he just loses the locker room. And I don't think he's going to do that. And I, okay. from the first 10 games, I can't see that. These guys respond to him, man. Ed Oliver's having his best year, and I'm so happy for it. Mm-hmm. All right? Terrell Bernard is freaking balling. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, our D-line, man, Greg Rousseau, A.J. Epinesa. They're all ball. The only person I got a problem with is Von Miller. Leonard Floyd, balling. All right, mm-hmm. Von Miller, obviously he coming back from ACL. Hopefully he can get some semblance back. But, man, everybody else, man, he I feel like he's getting the most out of what we have. Mm-hmm. He's the epitome of next man up. People say next man up, <laughs> it don't usually look like this. It doesn't, right. man. He is doing such a good job. And so at least I know I have that. So I'm just praying you can hire the right officer person to at least you know, God put together drives, man. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, I I, I can't say you're wrong, and I I I wonder if I I do wonder if McDermott is part of the problem. We don't know. We're not on the inside. I'm not ready to cut bait there. That's Me that's either. where I am. So stick either. that in your pipe and smoke it. Have you did you see the tweets that uh Trayvon Diggs had last night and this morning? Yeah. Well, last night, you know, saying that uh Stefan's gotta get out of there. Uh yes. what do you say this morning? This morning he was he was he took a shot at Josh Allen and said, Do what nothing before my brother got there. Well. Which I don't know how true that is, but because I mean, I mean he's, he was he's pretty not good wrong. with John Brown, but what about John Brown and uh uh, Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley and him. Yeah, he was he was definitely coming around by that point. Yeah. So and he was still young. But uh I think because every and I tweeted it out, I don't know if you saw it, but because I remember during the summertime, people, you know, fans were saying, Oh, this is much of nothing. Everybody act like Deke, you know, that little episode in back in July about him not coming to training camp. I knew that was something. Mm-hmm. I, I just I knew it was something. Now you got this, right? And so, and this is what I said on the show earlier, I'll repeat it on our show, that if Diggs didn't want that out there, then Trevon wouldn't have said it. Mm. There's there they might act crazy, but they're not gonna, you know, jeopardize something. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like my wife. Might take the Twitter, well, she don't say nothing on Twitter, but let's just say she was a Twitter person. She would never go on Twitter and say something that she knows I would oppose, mm-hmm. especially when it got something to do with my career. Mm-hmm. So to me, reading the tea leaves, Stefan Diggs really probably feel that way. That ain't just Trevon Diggs' opinion and that go, hey man, no, don't say that. No, he didn't come out and say that. I think it's something to that. I think he's mad. So hopefully, going back to the uh, uh, Dorsey firing, hopefully that he wanted Brady, and hopefully our offense can start picking up a little bit and keep him happy. I do not want to lose him. I don't want to. It ain't no, oh, forgive. You don't want to be here. And No, no, 
<laughs> Diggs is too good to let walk out the door or trade him because he's disgruntled. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. too good for that, you know. Yeah, you keep and him, so, you've got a Hall of Famer. Yes. And hopefully he runs. But it's like a pretty woman, man. A pretty woman or a handsome man, they got options. He has options. If he was <laughs> right. to hit the if he was to hit the uh open market, everybody in the NFL would want him. Mm-hmm. Even with perceived disgruntledness and all that stuff, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when we went to the game and stuff, like we went to the Washington game, sat right there. He did all the right things. He was hyping up the crowd. I love y'all. All this. I love Buffalo. He's smart. He's mm-hmm. a marketeer. He's not going to do nothing too crazy. But behind the scenes, I think it's something to that, right? And so it's kind of like you and your relationship. I mean, I've been around you and your lovely wife, right? I've never seen y'all argue or bicker with each other. Now, does that mean y'all don't argue and bicker? No, but you all are mature enough to keep that behind closed doors, mm-hmm. right? I've never seen y'all. I've been around, I stayed with you. I've been around y'all many a time, right? So mm-hmm. you can put on a happy face even though y'all got just got done cussing each other out, <laughs> you know? Like, I've been around my kids. Like, I would never discipline my kids in public, but I probably wear their butts out at home, yeah. you know? <laughs> but that's just me. I was always cognizant of that. I think he is, too. I, that's why I was like, when he did that stuff on the summer, I was kind of surprised, but yet I wasn't. But anyway, Trayvon Diggs, that is something to that, for him to say those things, man. So okay. public. What do you think? I don't know. Um, I, I, I kind of feel like perhaps there, there is something to it. I'm not exactly sure what to make of it. And yeah, there, there was probably something to it, but Diggs is also smart enough to know that he can't go anywhere for the next two or three years. Right. So let's try to keep him happy. That's, that's that. Like you're stuck, Stefan. I was happy to see DeMar Hamlin active. Wasn't that nice? And out there playing. That was a bright spot last night. So it was good to see him out there. I, I don't understand why he don't get to play more. I don't know. Well, I, I wonder that too because I feel like Taylor Rapp, they like better than him, but Taylor Rapp has not been particularly good. He I don't seems think to so. be slow and out of position a lot. Right. I don't think so. That's why I'm like, why not DeMar Hamlin? And I I know that Hamlin isn't the most physical guy, and that may have a lot to do with it. But yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, well, it's good to see him out there. Do you know we have one of the top passing uh, on lines, pass yeah. blocking on lines in the NFL? Ain't that something? Shocking, right? It's crazy, man. And the talent that Josh Allen has around him, I mean, I tell you so. I'm looking forward to 4 o'clock Easter time on Sunday. Now, you know, hopefully our office can find something, rally, and maybe put something together these last seven games, man. But it, it starts this Sunday, man. 4 o'clock, I'm sure it's going to be a national game for most of the country. So, Yeah, put up or shut up, man. There's no margin for error left. None. and And they're going to need help from the outside. Yeah. It's a lot, but it's not impossible. No. Not at all, man. Well, buddy, it's been quite a week. It has, man. And but it's hey, two days old. <laughs> hey, with change is coming, man. So, hey, you know, 
that gives you something to look forward to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, buddy, it's been great talking to you. Always fun, man. Hey, 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 hey. Let's go Buffalo.